Hi guys, welcome to Discovering God's Best in Business. I'm Dara Simons, a web designer for mom-built businesses and a ministry wife. And I am Sarah Talbert, a business coach that helps women build their business with joy and profit. We started this podcast because we're super passionate about helping Christian women understand God's design for business. So join us as we discover God's best in business together. Hey, Dara here, and today I wanted to talk to you about God fulfilling His promises. But I want to talk about it as it relates to Christmas, because, you know, great time of year, right? One of my absolute favorite things about Christmas is looking back at the Old Testament and seeing everything that God promised about Jesus' birth and His life that came true because of it. All of these seemingly random statements that were made throughout time, hundreds and hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus, that absolutely came to pass. It's such an encouragement to my faith to see how God can do exactly what He promised He'll do. So that's what I want to take a look at today, are just some verses from the Old Testament that talked about Jesus before He was born. And most of these are hundreds of years beforehand. We're going to talk about the birth of Jesus. In Isaiah 7, 14, it said, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. You know, that happened years before Jesus was born. But those were promises that God gave the people of Israel of what was coming. You know, so often when I think about things that either are said in the Bible or God speaks to my heart about, that it it makes me feel like it's never going to come to pass, right? That like this is never going to happen. I don't see any way that this is possible. And if I, I mean, let's be honest, if someone told me that a virgin was going to have a baby, I'd be like, yeah, that's never going to happen and put it on the shelf. And then to have to like wait hundreds of years to be able to see it that so often it feels like to us like God is so stinking slow right like does he not understand what I'm going through and of course the truth is yes he totally understands what we're going through he totally sees us where we're at and he knows but he also knows the perfect time for all this to happen so all these statements that were made in the old testament about Jesus's birth and his life that there has to be a perfect moment in history that all of these seemingly random things could come true that could happen and it makes sense. And so often that's what happens in our own life, that it seems like God's taking forever to answer our prayers. But the truth is there's this perfect moment that he's waiting for, that he's not late, he's right on time every single time. You know, Sarah and I were talking earlier this week that it's also unfortunate that God is very rarely early in answering our prayers, right? Like, it seems like I should just pray for something and it fall in my lap because I know that I'm going to have a need a few months from now. And yet that's not the way it usually happens. It's so often it's right on time. And it's that patience, that trying of our faith to get there that is really so important. So let's take a look at another one of the promises, the prophecies from the Old Testament. In Micah 5.2, there was a prophecy about where Jesus would be born. It says, But you, Bethlehem, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient time. So once again, hundreds of years before 
Jesus was born. In fact, this says 27 centuries, Micah made the statement about Bethlehem being the place that Jesus was born. And it's like, you know, podunk USA. I mean, it's like middle of nowhere. Who in the world would think Bethlehem, anything important, would come out of that, right? But God knew, and God made a promise, and God saw it come to pass, that this is the place. Because all of these events came to happen. If you know the story about the birth of Christ, that Joseph had to bring Mary back to the, like, the home place, basically, of his like ancestors to be counted for the census. So they had to travel this long distance in order to get back to Bethlehem, where his extended family was originally from. It's not like Joseph was born there. It's where his extended family was from, and that's where they had to go. So it wasn't convenient for them. It wasn't something they just, you know, wandered down the street and got counted, that it was a journey, and it was a journey that Mary made very pregnant, which I'm sure most of you know is not super comfortable, and she was riding on a donkey. I mean, it's not comfortable in a car or a truck. I can't imagine how miserable it would be on a donkey, right? So she did all these things just for this prophecy to come to pass. And I think so often these like things that like, who cares, God? Why did it matter that he was born in Bethlehem? And so often these things happen to show us that, man, God knows what he's doing. He has this under control. He has a plan in place. One of the other things about Jesus' birth that always amazed me is that it wasn't at all what people had expected. So Jews for centuries, for generations and generations, had been expecting this promised one that was talked about throughout the Old Testament, right? They were, had an expectation that someone was coming to free them because that's what was promised. And yet they were expecting it to happen in the form of a king, which and the Bible talks about, the Old Testament talks about Jesus coming, you know, the king coming, but like a king, you know, a grown man, probably with a crown, not a baby born in a manger. And they are expecting it to happen in a political takeover. They were not at all expecting it to happen in the form of an infant born in a manger who doesn't even have a proper place for him to be born. That was not the expectation. Jesus' whole life, that was not the way that generations of Jews had been expecting their freedom to come. You know, so often we have expectations of how God's going to answer our prayers, of what that is going to look like, that he's going to provide for us in this way. And yet it's really the way that it happens, right? So often things come and they just kind of take us by surprise. And I think a lot of times, you know, God just likes to remind us that He's in control and he knows all and sees all from the beginning to the end and we don't. And so part of this faith walk in our life is learning to trust that he knows what he's doing. So whether that's in your business or your family, any part of your life, it's your relationships or finances, that we need to relish that control of us trying to figure out how God's going to answer our prayers man, this is like so much for me as it is for you today that I need to stop trying to figure out how I'm going to meet financial goals. There is absolutely a planning part. My husband and I were just talking the other day about, you know, that we have a part to play, right? Like God has expectations that we do our part. Mary had to actually live out a pregnancy with Jesus, right? Like she had to do that part. That all, I'm sure all of those miserable parts of pregnancy, Mary totally got, understood. She relates to where you're at. 
you know, that's part of life, that there are things that we have to do. She had to go on that journey with Joseph to Bethlehem. God has expectations of us to fulfill our part of things. But at the same time, there's that place that only he can do his part, that there are things that we have to wait on him for. So two parts, right? That we have to walk out this life, that we have to do the things in the natural, and yet we have to do it trusting that everything's going to happen in his timing, in his way. So it means that we don't just sit around and sit back and wait for something to happen, that we do have a part to play, and yet we play our part in faith, in trust. So wherever you're at today, wherever you are in this faith journey in your life, I really want to encourage you this Christmas season to just be thankful that God knows what he's doing, that he hears your prayers, that he knows what he's promised you, and that he has it under control, that it may not come in your timing and it may not come in your way, but it is surely coming. Just know that no matter what has happened in this year, God knows, he sees you, and he cares, and he has it all planned out. So do your part. Walk out your business as best you know how. Walk out your relationships, your life, all of that. But do it trusting that God knows what he's doing. That your answers to your prayers are on their way. I hope you guys have a great week and a great Christmas season. Join us back next week as Sarah and I tackle a new topic together. And I hope you have a great week.